That music can mean only one thing. It's time for Healthcare in America with senior correspondent, healthcare for all activists, national treasure, author of Donna Smith's book is coming, the one and only Donna Smith. Donna in the house. Donna, always <laughs> great to have you with us. Nice to be on. <laughs> you got any good jokes for us, Donna? We're hanging. Oh, We're hanging by some fingertips. I mean, how, it, it seems right at the moment, like it, 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 depending on which day of the week it is, you, all you have to do is turn on the news. Yeah, Unfortunately, that's, that's sadness. That's not a joke. That's oh, our real president oh. destroying well, yeah, us in the world. In particular, right at the moment, I know a lot of people are worried about this, but oh my gosh, I am distraught about the children being separated from their parents at the borders. It's just, it's despicable. Ripped, ripped away. A, a woman breastfeeding her child. I saw that RNRN is doing some uh, volunteer work around taking some nurses to El Paso to help one of the detention centers, thank goodness. I thought, oh my gosh, what an awful thing in our country to be doing that. It is frightening to watch the dissolving of our democracy. Yeah, and I think what worries me is people tend to think, well, that's it's not happening to me, so yes. I don't have to be as immediately involved with it. Well, we have to be immediately involved when it's our neighbors, when it's other people in this country, even if it doesn't touch us directly, because otherwise, who stands with us when we're in trouble? Exactly. And it's illegal. It's yes. there, there are rules that they are supposed to follow. Most of these women and children that are showing up at the border are there because they are fleeing persecution, yep. because their families exactly. have been murdered. This is exactly. not because Imagine they're being pulled away from your mom. Ugh. When you're a little child, you're already mm. frightened about what's going on. I listened to the uh, the chair of the American Academy of Pediatrics this week, and she talked about how the children who are the youngest, and this is horrifying to me, the youngest kids will never recover emotionally. No, absolutely not. And may not even be aware of the trauma. It, it's just going to manifest in behavioral issues, substance use, anxiety, depression, Unless they're in hardcore therapy down the road, which they're not going to be able to afford, they're not even going to know where that trauma is coming from. Absolutely. And, I, you know, uh, Trump keeps trying to throw it back that the Democrats did this. Yeah, no. And we can't let him say that because in April, he and Jeff Sessions, his lovely attorney general, they are the ones who changed the rules took this kind of uh, situation from a civil matter to a criminal matter. They are the ones that changed the rules, and they are the ones who could change that back and make it not happen. You look around our society and you think, oh my gosh, how did I not know that so many people in our society felt this way? Yeah, that's the really scary part. But let's change gears now, Donna. The continued dismantling of the ACA. Yep. I understand pre-existing conditions are part of the bad news coming. What's up? Well, yeah, that may be the next thing. 22 different states have now filed a lawsuit against the Fed saying that it's unconstitutional to have the pre-existing condition issue in the Affordable Care Act, just like they claimed it was unconstitutional to have the individual mandate that people should have to buy insurance in the Affordable Care Act. So they've got a head of steam that they're going to go in and get the courts to rule this unconstitutional and say that insurance companies no longer have to provide coverage for pre-existing conditions, and if they do, they're allowed to charge more for that coverage. So for 51 million Americans, and that's just an estimate of those people with serious chronic illnesses that need care, 
one million people could be at risk of losing their coverage altogether. And so what's the impact going to be on premiums for individuals? I I think it's different for employers versus individuals, but I can't quite figure it all out. Absolutely. For individuals, you know, it's always because we're part of a pool that they do that insurance adjusting and figuring out what kind of premium they're going to charge. And of course, factoring in what kind of huge profit they want to have off of us. But it could mean as much as four to five times as much for individual premiums. For me, if I look at myself as an example of someone with obviously with pre-existing conditions, what they would likely charge me could be as much as five times as much or $4,000 a month for coverage just for myself. And most families won't be able to cover that or pay for it at all. Which is, I don't doubt where they're headed and where they want to head. I just, I really cannot get, because all of these Republicans in the House and the Senate have families or people out in the world that have to secure their own insurance as well. It's staggering to me that they want this many people to be uninsured. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And if you if you push them, they'll say, well, it doesn't mean that people won't be able to buy insurance. Well, that's always the case. I guess you can always find someone to cover you, provided you've got enough money and enough uh, big enough balance open on your credit card. Of course, you can find someone. But for uh, let me give you an example. I was talking with a young man here whose son has a, a chronic condition. And in their case, that son's medications, and I probably have talked about the Wilkes family before, uh, hemophiliac in the family, 15 years old, who every year annually his medications can be as much as a million dollars a year. So you know how anxious the insurance company will be to get rid of this boy. They'll want to get unload that family as quickly as they can. And what are those families supposed to do? It's just an inhumane system. And sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming that, oh my gosh, as you say, that there's so much going on at so many levels. And to finish, you know, answering Shane's comment about the employer-based care, of course employer-based premiums will also have to go up. They probably will not rise quite as much if this happens, but they will still rise. Employers are usually able to negotiate a little bit differently, but employers, their percentage will go up as well, which means that they will pay less in wages. So this impact everything that goes down the line. It just is not a wise thing. Now, some, some of the people looking at this say that there's no way, there is no way that the courts are going to approve that and over because of the mess that it would cause and they, you know, it's not precedented to do it so that we likely might skirt this. But you know the Republicans have not stopped for one instance going after the Affordable Care Act to try and dismantle it. And I swear a lot of it is just simply because it was Obama's. Absolutely, because it was Obama. And they always said that they were going to replace it with something. But of course, they have nothing to replace it with, and they're not even trying to. But on another note, Donna, I hear that you're going to be going to a single-payer conference coming up. So let's talk a little bit about that, because that's an important thing. Absolutely. And those people who have not registered and are not thinking about it now maybe will want to change their minds. In Minneapolis, we are having the 
National Healthcare Now Single Payer Strategy Conference, which happens once a year annually. This year we selected to do it in Minnesota, in part because the Minnesota Nurses Association is there, which is a wonderful, you know, wonderful place to land. Anywhere we have nurses is a great place to be. But also because Keith Ellison, the prime sponsor of HR 676, the single payer measure in the House, is from Minnesota. He represents Minnesota for his congressional district. So we're very thrilled to be there. Keith will be speaking. We'll have Wendell Potter will be there. There's going to be a whole slew of wonderful people there. So if you want to find out more about it, make sure to look at healthcarenow.org or pdamerica.org. So please, you know, think about coming. The nurses are also going to be talking about the new Medicare for All campaign that's being launched and, and how much work they're doing. Doing on that, uh, the excitement around the fact that Gavin Newsom will likely be the next governor of California, and what that means to the single payer movement in California cannot be overestimated. It is in a really important development, so it's an exciting time to be thinking about single payer and to be looking at how many governors' races how many places around the country we are seeing energy for Medicare for All, and it's precisely because of what we talk about almost every week on Nurse Talk, and that's because of the dysfunction of our health system. But what I really want to emphasize, because Gavin Newsom does have a good shot, but Republicans are pouring tons of money into California to try to get him defeated because they know that if California goes single-payer, so will the rest of the country eventually. Absolutely, but we're all going to pour our energy right back into you, California. That's right. Because we, we also know that. We all know that, too. And the people of this country are really tired of having big money control the day. And I think that the moment's coming. I don't know when exactly that may be, but I think the moment and the time is coming when we really can do effective pushback. But you're right, we're going to have to take Gavin Newsom over the finish line to make sure that we can hold his feet to the fire and say, okay, let's do this. Absolutely. All right. So as usual, for more information on any of these topics, visit nursetalksite.com, nationalnursesunited.org, or pda.org. Donna, as always, thanks so much for being with us, and I hope to see you soon at the conference. Thanks very much.